What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, June 10th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, live in Los Angeles, alongside the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, ripping heads, clicking shreds. Ah, I was so close, Andy. God, I was so close on that one. The Nitro Rifle from Twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. No, Andy. Yes, hello, Greg. Hello. Hello, welcome from LA, City of Angels, everybody. Are you, you're, see, this is what threw me, as I look at the confidence monitor. I'm in Los Angeles, in the hotel room. Of course, you know, I'm doing E3 here. Uh, you are also in Los Angeles. I see outside the new, what, the Nokia Center there with some E3 signs, some Summer Game Fest signs. Yes, Greg. Yes. Yeah. We're here in Los Angeles, sunny Los Angeles. Uh, celebrities are all over the place. and I'm just really excited to be here, here in this city with you. Uh, we got brunch earlier and uh, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a beautiful day. Um, See, to me, Andy, that just looks like you have a green screen JPEG behind you where you went because there is no E3 in person, you know, and even when you put on the sunglasses, now I can see, I can see like your computer monitor in front of you. Just it doesn't it seem, oh, now you're angling your eyes down a bit. Okay, I see how you're... Yeah, we built him a mobile setup. Yeah, so yeah, he actually has oh, his did you? up there. It's on a little Lots rack. changed. Air I was off kind of funny content for two days. Lots changed. Air, Lots air, changed. Air, air, cool. is it, um, should I not have the badge? Should I... Yeah, sure. I probably Tell me, is, is this your E3 badge? Is this your E3 badge? Or your Summer Game Fest badge? Uh, the, That's just the, a piece of paper. That's just a yeah, white yeah, piece yeah, of yeah. paper. Don't show no, 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 like no, no, Yeah, uh, no, the thing because is, of a lesson we learned last I, year, we cover it now with a piece of paper. No, no, no. This is actually, oh. like, uh, when you walk in, they, they do a black light, and it's a... There's secret characters underneath it. Oh, oh, so okay. Like, okay. That's where you're like, wow, you're really, you really belong here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, I guess you're... In Los Angeles, where they have billboards promoting digital events that, yep. you know, because it kind of looks like how they would normally promote E3, but you're, how, what's the weather like out there? Uh, it's brisk. It's nice and chilly. Um, I sh probably should have worn a jacket, honestly, but it'll, it's going to, we know LA. You know how this city well, yeah. is. We come you don't like the, the weather one second, it'll be there in a different second. Yeah, That's what they always for, say. That's what they for say. sure. For sure, Greg. For it's sure, man. You know it's going mean? to cool down. It's going to get warm here in about an hour or so. So I said, screw the jacket. Let's just roll live. Um, can you hear? Okay. I can hear you. Uh, I can hear you. You know, you, this is a great connection. We have a great connection from okay, our cool. satellite. I'm talking, yeah, there. I'm talking to the production crew. Did you, is that um, a JPEG car? <laughs> Did you animate a JPEG car to roll behind you? The, the silver Prius? It's, I believe Yeah, that's they went Prius. the other direction. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, LA, they're so energy conscious. They're so energy safe, you know. They like their electric vehicles over here. Hey, are we going to talk about the show? Are we going to talk about video games? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, and it is all Xbox bombshells, ladies and gentlemen. It turns out Xbox is working with TV makers to get that Xbox stuff built right in. They're making their own streaming stick, and they think PlayStation's PC strategy sucks. We're going to talk about all hey, this and hey, more wow. because... They oh, hey, good morning, Paris. Hey, what up, Gary? You guys ready for the X-Cast? Oh, man, no, this is going to uh, be no, a great Mike, this episode. isn't... Oh, this isn't the wrong show? This is kind of funny games daily. <sighs> I jumped into the wrong Discord, my bad. You guys mind if I stay here and talk about Xbox with y'all? You know Hell what, yeah. Mike? I think Let's you should it, because every story, every story today is Xbox related because Xbox has come out swinging ahead of their Xbox Bethesda game showcase event, 10 a.m. Pacific time on 
Sunday. So, Mike, you're welcome to stick around because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. On patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in with your questions, comments, concerns, squad up requests, and so much more. You, of course, would also get the show ad-free, and you'd get it with the exclusive post-show we usually do. However, today, of course, is Summer Games Fest kickoff meaning that as soon as this show ends, we are live reacting to it. Uh, so no post show today. We hope you understand. But hey, if, you, if you're still a Patreon person, you want to go join the Patreon today, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Remember, brand spanking new episode of Kind of Funny's Next Gen Podcast with all the young kids up there talking. You got a two-part Q&A from me. And if you've never joined before, that means you have like 900 Q&As to get through and a whole bunch of other exclusive stuff we've never published anywhere else. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch us record this show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, just like Barack Attack is, uh, Hawker Music is, and the Nanobiologist are. Remember, if you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around... The Globe, each and every weekday. Thank you, Andy. With the delay, I'm sure that was right on. It was right on. Nailed it. Uh, housekeeping for you. It is E3 week, motherfuckers. Can you believe it? E3 is back. Uh, I got to go rehearse it because I'm hosting E3. Uh, we did it yesterday. And let me tell you, it is a humdinger of a show. You are going to have some fun. And remember, Kind of Funny will be there the entire time with you. Live reacting on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you miss the live reactions there, of course, they post over on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Some of them will be Gamescast post shows. Some of them will be Xcast post shows. You can get those on the podcast feeds as well as youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. But remember, today it all kicks off Summer Games Fest, uh, one or 11 a.m. Pacific time. We will be reacting right after the show with it. And then, of course, E3. Uh, it's, I, I want to say it starts on Saturday. That's true for E3. But Summer Games Fest, tomorrow's Coke Media. There's a million things happening. We're reacting and having a good time. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Donovan Harkness and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Honey, Caviar, and Credit Karma. But... I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Now, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong. You were late on that do 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 because you were slacking me if my gain was different. My gain is still the normal three dots. It's this was LA I, weather. Andy, is your gain different down here? I yeah, have you to, were, you were well, because it's a, we're using a lav mic, so I'm, my gain's just, I'm, sure. I have a different setup completely, Greg. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, Kevin, if you need me to do anything different because I'm in a hotel room, you let me know and I'll do it. Are you me. using, okay. a, what? Yeah, maybe lower know. just a little bit because you're coming in a little louder than normal. And then the second question, are you using OBS virtual cam to do this or are you just going no. into, oh, okay, all right, no, all right, good. No, Straight no. Into I got to assume it's just a little Wi-Fi issue. It's all good. Wi-Fi. You're, There's you're a little delayed bit of by delay. like milliseconds, Greg, who gives a shit? It's E3. We're having fun. I also was having some trouble moving around the kind of funny dock without it being in my glasses. <laughs> I was trying so hard <laughs> to angle over. You can have it be in the glasses. Don't worry. No, nobody cares. I didn't bring my blue light canceling glasses, glasses either. I forgot that. It's just, it's so sunny no, out here. Oh, the car's coming again, Andy. Look out. Oh yeah, but I don't like you that lost. That, what, what, 
Just trying to find... He just keeps going right behind you. That's weird. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, like I said at the top of the show, Xbox today came out swinging. Uh, Phil Spencer all over the place talking about the future of Xbox. Uh, There's a whole bunch of different stuff. We will start over on the Xbox Wire where they publish all their news. A post already in progress, but talking about the future. We will start with Xbox and Xbox Game Pass are coming to more screens. Xbox is working with global TV manufacturers to embed the Xbox experience directly into internet-connected televisions with no extra hardware required except a controller. Xbox is, is, is exploring new subscription offerings for Xbox Game Pass so more players around the world can experience the most immersive and fun games across devices, geographies, and financial realities. Xbox is working with telecommunication providers on new purchasing models like Xbox All Access, which allows consumers to buy both a console and Game Pass for a low monthly price rather than spending the money up front. Xbox is building its own streaming devices for cloud gaming to reach gamers on any TV or monitor without the need for a console at all. Gaming, uh, I'm sorry, cloud gaming through Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will launch in Australia, Brazil, Mexico, and Japan later this year. In the next few weeks, cloud gaming on the browser will open to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. With Edge, Chrome, and Safari support, players will be one click away uh, from gaming on almost any device. Then they say, we're in the final stages of updating our Microsoft data centers around the world with our latest generation of hardware, the Xbox Series X. This means gamers will see faster load times, improved frame rates, and experience Xbox Series X slash optimized games, or X slash S optimized games. And later this year, we'll add cloud gaming directly into the Xbox app on PC and integrate it into our console experience to light up scenarios uh, like try before you download. There, again, is all, it's all Xbox news today. All five stories are Xbox. This is where I feel like we should start. Andy, what does this do for you? I, it just keeps on showing that Xbox cares so much about con- the consumer in the way that, you know, obviously they still want to sell you stuff. I'm not acting like they're giving the shit away for free. Like every newborn after the year 2025 will be given an Xbox. Like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that the ease of use of getting into this ecosystem and just having it kind of be this ubiquitous thing that's everywhere. It's it's going to get to the point yep. where it's going to be like cell phone coverage, I think. It's going to be like having saying, like, I have AT&T. That's the goal, right? I also have Xbox, and, you know, sure, I have it on my TV. If I go to mom and pop's house, uh, their internet's bad, but whatever. I don't have to play a crazy game on Xbox Cloud. It can, I can just do... You know, maybe do a daily in Destiny and and keep uh, grinding on this whatever game. Um, sure. Yeah, I think it's just it's not surprising at all that we hear Phil Spencer coming out and talking and saying, "Yeah, we want to make this shit a lot easier for you." It's easy as it is enough right now, and it's going to keep getting better and better. We're going to keep working on this. So I'm, I mean, kudos to Xbox. They're all, they're always killing it. With this being our first news story, right, the post they put up on the Xbox Wire starts, at Xbox, our mission is simple, bring the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet. To achieve that, we aspire to empower everyone to play the games you want with the people you want, anywhere you want. And the first quote from Phil is this, we believe that games, that interactive entertainment, aren't really about hardware and software. It's not about pixels, it's about people. Games bring people together. Games build bridges and forge bonds, generating mutual empathy among people all over the world, joint community, that's why we're here. Mike Howard, host, and I'd arguably say the smartest person on that X-Cast, the kind of funny X-Cast posting each and every Saturday. Wow. What does this do for you? Because again, this is them doubling down on what they've been selling for so long. 
Yeah, this does a lot for me, Greg. It's actually really, really exciting because if we rewind to the last generation, the beginning of that was all about TVs and Connect, right? And now here we are. They know what the gamers want. We want games and we want to be at the center of this Xbox ecosystem that they're planning out for the future. And I think they're hitting that, right? The message is clear. And I really love the part of joy and community. Myself and Pears, we got to be able to see a video of the whole Xbox leadership team. And you can see it. They believe in that. And the fans believe in that. I've been on a lot of Xbox podcasts lately to talk about games and E3. And you can just feel that camaraderie. You can feel the community is really having this resurgence. They're excited. They're ready to have some fun. And then on top of that, how we build out this ecosystem. You just brought out a lot there in this Xbox Wire breakdown. And Gary was right. Gary wanted this to become a TV app, and they're going to make that a reality. They're also going to look into furthering that TV app where, you know, maybe it is a dongle. But I'm really excited because Paris Lilly, one of the smartest dudes that I know, always says they're giving the players options. This is an option for you uh, to can play. We go one a mandate. Can we go one podcast and not talk about Paris Lilly? That's all I'm asking. You know what I mean? No, Greg. Like, I just, no. no, Greg. Oh, Greg. Jesus. Jesus. Greg, it is Thank God. great that blessing at a yo jr is the smartest person on ps i love you xoxo but i'm so excited to see mike here on kind of funny games daily and yes we did get to see the video with phil spencer and and the senior leadership over there at xbox and gary witta was right all along he called it first he's been saying it the entire time and they're doing exactly what they should be doing. They're bringing gaming to more people. That was the overall yep. message that, that they put out there. Game Pass obviously is a part of that. Azure, the cloud, the services, they're bringing gaming to where people are. So consoles are still a thing. PC is going to be a thing, but now it's gonna be on mobile. It's gonna be on tablets. It's gonna be on smart TVs. Any, any device that has internet connectivity and they could put a freaking Xbox app on it, they're going to bring gaming to that platform. And, and that's that's just a simple message of, of all of it. So it is pretty exciting. Samsung really excited fridges. to see this. Gary's getting all this pairs. credit. This is what I've been saying forever. I've been saying for this forever that this is how it was going to go. And I'm glad it is. And I'm not splitting even going to throw Everybody's hairs. right because this is exactly this is the move this is the smart move for xbox right with uh game pass and with xcloud of yeah you want it and so for me out of the first part of this story right the things that st speak the loudest to me working with global tv manufacturers to embed the xbox experience directly onto these tvs right building its own streaming devices so yeah you can get this to any tv that isn't one of the new ones and then yeah cloud gaming directly into the xbox app on pc and integrate it more into the console experience like those are the bullet points and the next steps i feel like you know I, I i not to be a broken record on what i always talk about but when i talk about this e3 right this sunday the xbox and bethesda 90 minute showcase i keep talking about this needs to be the one where they finally kick the dominoes where they say we've lined up uh, you know we have uh Tim and Double Fine. We have Bethesda. We have Ninja Theory. We've shown you these teases. You know these games are nebulous and out there. We have this amazing console in the Xbox Series X. We have these amazing services uh, with Xbox Game Pass with Cloud Gaming. Now's the time to come out on Sunday and go, boom, here are the games. Here's when they're coming. Here's the look. Halo Infinite looks completely different. It's amazing. Get it, get it, and just have everybody go, oh, holy shit. Xbox is on another level. And I think getting out and being like, hey, that stuff everyone said we we should do and the stuff we've been saying we want to do, we are doing it. And we're telling you all of that now, Thursday, 
the Thursday before our Sunday presentation. Because right now we know the people who watch Kind of Funny Games daily and care about internet and video game news are going to catch everything that's happening on Thursday. And then Sunday we can just be about the games. Yes, so true there, Greg. That is really, really exciting. And the focus should be on games on Sunday. And this is a nice pre press breakdown. And what I'm really excited about is me and Paris will tell you, and I know if you've experienced it too, Greg, is, you know, xCloud has been in beta this whole time. We've been running off the former generation. And when you jump into that, you can feel it, right? It is significantly slower, but you also set the mindset of what you're doing. Now for them to be like, hey, we're going to elevate the hardware and you're going to see that. When people jump in for the first time and experience xCloud now, they're going to see that power and they're going to be wowed by that because it is a really wowing functionality of gameplay but it definitely is slower you can tell this is really exciting to me as well the elevation of what those data centers are going to be able to do i think it's yeah. really exciting I, I think you nailed it perfectly greg setting up those dominoes like we told you we showed you what the season one story arc was we showed you different pieces in season two and we're going to just fucking hit you over the head in season three and this is what all of this has been for and yes it's been kind of it's been kind of painful leading up to it, right? Like, let's not act like four years ago we were stoked about Xbox conferences. It was, you'd, you'd watch a conference and be like, all right, well, where's where's the thing? Like, show, show me the thing. And and it's it's all about being patient. And we've been patient with Xbox, and it feels like all of those things are finally coming to fruition. And I am so goddamn excited and so stoked for Xbox fans out there. Now, one of the things Paris said when we were talking about all that is that, of course, they're not moving away from consoles. I put that here at number two. Uh, this is from uh, Wesley Yinpool over at Eurogamer. Xbox, of course, is still making consoles. <laughs> Microsoft made a raft of announcements today about the cloud, but it also insisted it remains committed to making consoles. Liz Hamron, CVP of Gaming Experiences and Platforms, uh, said Microsoft was already looking, uh, working on new hardware, quote, some of which won't come to light for years. Cloud is key to our hardware and Game Pass roadmaps, but no one should think we're slowing down our core console engineering. In fact, we're accelerating it, Liz said in a video briefing shown to press this week. Uh, we're already hard at work on new hardware and platforms, some of which won't come to light for years. But even as we build for the future, we're focused on extending the Xbox experience to more devices today so we can reach more people. While we continue to expand in PC, mobile, console remains our flagship experience. We want to deliver the most powerful, capable consoles in the world, devices that empower our players to enjoy amazing games for years to come, including gameplay we can't even imagine yet. Mike, the right call? The right call, totally. I think this is one, after leaving the Xbox One generation and being down on it all, I think there was a worry of like, well, we've had this conversation, could Xbox ever back out of this? And when you read all of this and you saw what me and Paris saw, it felt like, hey, they believe in this. They're not going anywhere. They're going to continue to move forward with gaming because they know that this is a gigantic industry they want to be a part of. They want to make money, of course, in. And I really feel reassured as a gamer to know that Xbox and this ecosystem are not going anywhere anytime soon. And that's what I'm all about. And yeah, of course, more consoles, the better. Let's see what the next power could be. Thousand percent, yeah. Andy, what the fuck is happening behind you? Oh, that's the uh, th that was the the Jeff Keeley hologram. He had a little hologram set up to where he just kind of addresses all of E three in a very, uh, I guess, Blade Runner fashion. We don't we we love Jeff. He's he's always he's always so big with his presentations. We love the guy. Uh, but yeah, I'm really stoked about you know the continued hardware. Right? Um, we talk about how 
they're not everybody's going to be ready to transition over to PC gaming. Not everybody wants to do that. There's still a lot of Xbox gamers out there that are console first, right? And we always talk about how well you mm-hmm. could just play it you can play the better version of it on PC. Not everybody has the means to do that. Not everybody wants to do that. PC gaming, Greg, it sucks, right? Like we've all yes, we've Andy, all agreed. Thank you. We've all agreed. Uh, but yeah, like it, it's just great that they're going to continue that hardware manufacturing and uh and that's not going away we know that that's safe we know the people who are really into that are going to be totally fine with that uh paris and mike and i'll direct it to paris to start you keep talking about this video and it was mentioned here in this presentation what exactly was this video how long was it like when did you see it uh it was about an hour um it was embargoed so this it, it came out a few days ago and uh yeah it was pretty much the the entire Xbox senior leadership like Sarah Bond um, was was a part of it. Matt Booty was a part of it as an example. Um, and they just kind of went through the entire business of where Xbox currently is and where they're trying to go in the future. So when you talk about the, the part with Liz, with, with the hardware and everything, you know, they're coming at with the, the two prong approach in that we're going to give you the high end with the Series X. We're going to give you low end with the Series S to basically give you a low cost entry into the next generation of gaming. We're going to supplement it with with cloud like they're even integrating cloud into the Xbox app on PC and they're going to integrate it into the console. You Like you talked about the kind of try it before you you download it scenario, whereas they want to make sure whatever your quote unquote endpoint is, they're going to be there. That's what their end game is. They want to make sure however you want to interact with their games, they're going to make sure that they're there. And I don't know if this is the next story point, but I'll just jump into the part with Matt Booty and Tim Stewart talking about, you know, now they got the, uh, you know, a couple dozen studios and they're trying to make games across multiple genres. And the ultimate goal there is to have an exclusive first party game every quarter. That's where they want to get. Yeah, if I can jump in. Yeah, I had it as number four, so there's one before it. But number four on the rope roar, incredible pipeline of games from the official Xbox breakdown was with more than 23 studios worldwide creating games for Xbox. Our goal is to release at least one new first party game into Game Pass every quarter. Role playing games, shooters, strategy titles, adventure games and more are all being built by our first party teams to ensure that there is a steady, steady stream of compelling exclusive content to explore. Mike. That's music to my ears, right? That's music I would think to every Xbox player's ears is that you hear you at least at least once a quarter from these 23 studios. Here's something exclusive and amazing. Greg, that should be music to every gamer's ears as well, right? Because through the Game Pass subscription, you're going to get that first party game day and date right there for a low price instead of spending 60 to $70, which is really exciting. And on the flip side, on the Xbox side, This is really exciting because we came off that last generation saying, where are the games? And we're still to this day saying, okay, we've talked about games, games, games. You have the studios now. Let's show it. And we know the roadmap is about to begin. And hitting once a quarter is pretty wild to think about. I mean, once every three months, we're going to hit you with some sort of game that's going to be a big first-party exclusive game. It's a huge deal. And this is now going to be into the console wars of, hey, who has the IPs? Who's putting out the games? And it's content, mm-hmm. content, content, just like we see with Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. And Xbox has really doubled down on this. And it looks like this generation over the next decade will be all about games and all about their first parties. Now, Mike, do you think that and it's going to be big what, first sorry. parties? Do you think it's going to be these big first parties? Like I, <laughs> when we talk about first party games, I, I think of 
the Gears of War, those gigantic type games. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that, right? It can be the smaller scale stuff that maybe, uh, sure, they're working on Senua's Sacrifice, but all or Senua Two. What, what are we calling it? Senua's Sacrifice, right? Sacrifice, correct. Um, but also, what are they making a smaller game in the background to kind of supplement that time and, and fill in the gaps or whatever? Um, I I would rather it be that than expect this this gigantic game every quarter because how can you keep up with that pace? That's kind of insane. I think that's what you're going to get, Andy, and that's going to be the exciting part in the conversation we have of some quarters are not going to be for you. Some quarters you might feel aren't the biggest and the baddest, but they have such a big stable now of you're going to get Age of Empires. You're going to get a flight simulator. You're going to get an Everwild, and that's going to supplement those big Gears of War, those Halos, those Perfect Darks, and onward, right? And I think me and Paris will tell you, and of course Sarah Bond will tell you, Game Pass leads you to trying new things and allows you to try games that you wouldn't want to buy right off the rip for 40 to $60. And it's really exciting of a game like Everwild, where I know I'd be 50-50 on that, most likely not going to get that, and now I can at least try it. And so each and every quarter here, no matter what the game is, you're going to have the opportunity to try and hopefully try something new and expand your gaming portfolio, which is really exciting to me. And I'm sure a lot of other gamers. Yeah. If, if I could jump in, cause I, I have to bounce out. I have to go do my real job, but uh, one, just one quit. other thing I that told you just quit. I, I, pay me then How about that. Um, <laughs> Give me a number. I've asked several times. <laughs> uh, but, but, but being serious for a second, uh, one, one thing that Phil Spencer kind of touched on with this, and this kind of ties it more back in the game pass is, they want to make Xbox Game Studios and just Game Pass as a whole a place for discoverability across multiple genres. So like you said, you're going to have your big AAA games, you're going to have your your smaller games, but there's something there for everyone. That's, again, their ultimate goal of what they're trying to achieve. And Matt Booty did say one thing, and I think this was very important that I don't think enough people are saying. He was upfront that this is ambitious, but not every project that they start will launch things will fail it's just a part of the business it's a part of the gaming industry so you have to understand even though they may have all these studios working all these games i think like everwild as an example is is one i think about we may never see that game you don't know because we've only seen a little bit of it and you know who knows if that comes out right what if it it could be skull and bones (laughs) yeah it could be great that's another example so but but for me I, i just took overall from everything they were saying from the gaming standpoint the cloud standpoint the accessibility and inclusion standpoint as well that they're trying they they see the long-term goal of where they think gaming is headed and they're trying to meet it there with obviously the backing of microsoft satya nadella clearly is on board the azure efforts with the cloud just all the tools and the services that they're putting together is is where xbox is headed but they got to deliver the games ultimately that's why we're here if they don't have great games none of this other shit matters so that's we, it. I mean, we, you, uh, Paris, we just recorded this past week the review for Ratchet and Clank. Like, give me, give me something like that. I yeah, want something what at that level. Yeah. What did I say? They don't have that. Yeah. That's part of the problem. They don't have a Ratchet and Clank rift apart. They need that. They got to get a family friendly platformer like that. That's for everyone. They don't have that in their current lineup. Maybe we'll find out something Sunday. Who knows? But let's throw they, two billion dollars at Super Lucky's tail. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> All right, Turn all right. Around. I gotta, I gotta go, go work. Hey, I'll, I'll yes, see my number, Grace. Bye. Bye. 
Ah, shit, Paris. Uh, while uh, we're Paris, talking I was going to say, like, I was gonna say I'm in L.A. I, they, he could hit me up and go for, get some lunch or something like that. As we were talking about uh, Game Pass being, you know, a great uh, tool for uh, discoverability, as Paris was saying, it's also interesting to pull these from uh, news.xbox.com. Along with all this with some stats, Xbox Game Pass members play 30% more genres and play 40% more games. And more than 90% of players said they played a game that they would not have tried without Game Pass, which is exactly what you're talking about, Mike, and which is, I think, works so well even for me. Games that come through, I'm like, oh, that's not my traditional genre, but... What do I have to lose? Why not jump in? Andy, are you finding that too? Are you playing things on Xbox Game Pass you wouldn't normally? A thousand percent. Yeah. And especially when they mentioned that they are going to sort of enhance the efforts on the PC side. That's what I'm excited about more. I not only love hopping into these newer games that are dropping onto Game Pass, but also older games in the catalog that I would have never touched. Let me see how this feels on PC. Oh, it's actually kind of good. Next thing you know, I'm six hours in. So, yeah, definitely. I think it's like, why not? Why would you not do this? Um, the thing I'm sort of wondering is, much like a Netflix, when are we going to start to see these prices start to increase more and more and more and more? That's that's the thing that you start to think about because Netflix just went up again, didn't it? Like last month to, I think I got a notification that it's like back up to seventeen ninety nine or some shit for the the family pack. I could obviously less than that or tell my parents and family to fuck off forever, but. Um, I don't see this being this amazing value for too long. Like I, I think by the you know in the next two years it could be up to nineteen ninety nine a month, twenty twenty four ninety nine a month, and then and then you start getting to that point where it's like, shit, I didn't play any games this month. I really ugh, I could have canceled it this month. I, I should have you know dropped that subscription, much like all these other subscriptions that sure, we sure. find ourselves being attached to. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Mike, where are you with that? Because I think that's one of the conversations people have so much is like, is Xbox uh, Game Pass too good a deal to actually stick around? And I think people worry about it from the developer side, but as you know, Xbox's stats and the conversations developers have had with it, they do see purchases from this, even if they are you know giving the game away for free. They do see increases. It does work for them. Uh, do you worry about the price of Game Pass going up in the somewhat near future? Yeah, of course, I'm a gamer just like everyone else, and I do worry about that. And it's funny, we had this conversation back when they price hiked the Xbox Live Gold membership and then reverted that really quick. But we had that conversation of, look at this deal you're getting right now, $9.99, $14 a month, right? And eventually this will have to go up. You're getting over 100 plus games, and they only use 100. It's like 300 right now on Xbox and on PC, there's a lot of games over here for you to choose from. And so it's one of those you look at and you go, well, let's really speak real here. Let's break it down. $20, you probably wouldn't bat an eye at and you probably would do. You might get a little mad, but you would understand, right? Could we see yeah. this go up to $30? I think like Andy's saying, right? There's going to be a tipping point here where now it becomes, well, I could just buy the game and I'd be fine and I'd keep it moving. But we're going to get into that area of 15 to $30 where people are going to start to have a conversation each and every month. And yes, it is inevitable. You cannot continue to run at $9 and $14. We will see a price hike. When will it be? I, I don't think within this year. I think in the next 365 no. days by the next E3, they will lock this price in and keep it going because they know they're only adding more members, right? They're shooting for 40 to 50 million members by the end of the year. That's the target goal here. And they could be on that track to make it happen. So a price hike might totally change that right now. God, that's so many users. That's absolutely wild. 
I would have never guessed I, that I several years right, ago. Mike. Oh, no, right? And I think, the, Mike, you're right in terms of pricing, where I think right now they have to come out and they have to start firing on all cylinders. They have to start hitting this, you know, uh, every quarter having a big game on it. And I think if you get into that rhythm and you actually prove to the consumer the quality of games they're getting fr from it and the cadence at which they're delivering, I think then it's an easier pill to swallow af after a, a year from now, right? You've had all these amazing games and we've bought more studios and there's more stuff coming, but that means that the price has to go up. I I think that makes sense yeah totally greg and i mean okay. if you look at it right yeah. now right oh you good there in the prison cell i was worried about you i i know <laughs> that's the thing is i'm noticing that i'm i'm definitely it seems like the gap is getting longer time longer keeps on between slipping what I'm, <laughs> slipping 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 between you getting it and me getting it so yeah like i'm about to bounce over to ads and then probably disconnect and reconnect the discord yeah that that's a good call i'm but noticing some issues point, go for it i'm no, getting some issues uh, on let's my run end it. let's do it all right, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you should be going to patreon.com slash games where you can write in to be part of the show. Of course, over there, you can get a bunch of exclusive content in terms of shows, in terms of post shows. But most importantly for this right now, you go to patreon.com slash games and get this show ad-free, along with every other show Kind of Funny puts up ad-free, along with the post shows we do for all those shows as well. But guess what, Jack? You didn't go to patreon.com slash games. So let's hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Caviar. Loving good food doesn't necessarily mean you're able to cook well. If you want a great meal but need a little help, let the restaurant come to you. Caviar can help. How often do you get the best of both worlds? If you want a chef-cooked meal but don't want to leave your, the comfort of your own home, Caviar can make it happen and make it happen for me very, very often. I thank them very, very much. Caviar is the food delivery app for people that are into good food. They bring the best local restaurants directly to your doorstep. Uh, Caviar keeps it local. That's what's really cool about them all the hidden gems in your neighborhood they're on caviar trust me all my favorite taquerias yeah they've been delivering to me thanks to caviar not sure what you want to eat let caviar staff picks recommend the best spots in your neighborhood to find your new favorite and just for you guys caviar is offering ten dollars off an order of twenty dollars or more all you have to do is put in the offer code kind of funny at checkout remember that's ten dollars off a purchase of twenty dollars or more with offer code kind of funny download the caviar app and use the code kinda funny. Come on guys, $10 off, that's awesome. All uh, right, next up, Honey. If you wanna save money, you better be using Honey, baby. We all shop online and we've seen the promo code field taunt us at checkout, but thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands, even food delivery. I always talk about this, everything from Best Buy to Etsy, you're saving money using Honey. I have saved so much money. Kind of Funny has saved so much money just by installing it once. It's so easy. It's in your browser, and then it does all the work. When you check out, it just applies coupons. You're saving money. It's free. Why wouldn't you use this? Uh, if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It just takes a few seconds to install. It's so easy. Go to Honey. Go to joinhoney.com slash games. That's joinhoney.com slash games to get Honey for free. Joinhoney.com slash games. And finally, let's talk about Credit Karma Money. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back into your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members. 
members and counting. Uh, right now, you can visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVP Bank Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Creditkarma.com slash win money. We're back. What's up, everybody? I should be more in sync now. Uh, thanks for sticking with me. Of course, me and Andy down here covering E3 Summer Games Fest. He's on location with a satellite truck. I'm having to use hotel Wi-Fi today yeah. tomorrow. But for reactions, of course, because uh, th- if you didn't remember, no, I'm hosting E3 uh, Saturday through Tuesday, and I'll be reacting with the guys after I say stuff on the stage. I'll run to the set, and that's going to be wired. So don't worry about that. And while we're here, are you're wrong from kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. We misidentified uh, the Senua oh, games. Signs are on our end. Sorry about that. Yep. Yep. But clear the path. Clear That's, the path. I mean, you're at LA Live, right? Like, there's going to be sirens. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Hope that they're okay. Sense. Uh, over on You're Wrong. Over on You're Wrong. Katie uh, G wrote in to say the first Hellblade was Senua's Sacrifice. The second is Senua's Saga. Uh, we ah, missed that when we were got talking. It. Moved got too it. fast. So. The city's hustling and busting. I'm just kind of, my mind all over the place. I mean, like, I'm it's excited. Weird yeah, I'm excited. What are you. What are you seeing? Because usually, you know, LA Live, so many people walking around at all times of the day. But right now, it's just one Prius that keeps rolling by, and apparently a fire truck and a Jeff Keeley hologram. No, we. I mean, we had it quartered off. We had it quartered uh-huh. off. Make sure nobody yeah. walks by. Gotcha. Clear that the camera shot. Sense. That Clear makes perfect shot. sense. I appreciate yeah. your commitment to this show. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four on the Roper Report. There is some subtle shade about PlayStation from Phil Spencer. We go to IGN.com, where Joe Scrabbles files this report. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has quietly criticized other developers that port their games to PC after initial release and charge full price for the new versions. Spencer didn't say he was talking about PlayStation dot dot dot, but he was talking about PlayStation. In a video shown to press this week, Spencer explained Xbox is currently, quote, the only platform shipping games on console, PC, and cloud simultaneously, end end quote. He then compared uh, that to other companies. Quote, others bring console games to PC years later, not only making people buy their hardware up front, but then charging them a second time to play on PC. And of course, all of our games are in our subscription service day one, full cross-platform included, end quote. Sony only recently began creating PC ports for its first-party PlayStation exclusives, but it's recently committed to the idea. PlayStation Studios boss Herman Hulse recently said that there was a clear appetite for the PC ports, but that, quote, PlayStation will remain the best place to play our PlayStation Studios titles at launch. As Spencer points out, PlayStation's current strategy is to release its games on console first with full-priced PC ports following at a later date. A marked difference uh, to the Xbox Play Anywhere approach that seems all or sees all Xbox first-party games sold at a single price, offering access on all supported uh, platforms. While a little coded, it's an unexpected criticism from the usually generous Spencer, who also recently called console tribalism, quote, one of the worst things in the industry. Mike Howard, host of the Kind of Funny Xcast. Did you see this as a as, as an actual slight against PlayStation? Did you see this as an unexpected criticism? You know, I would call it an unexpected criticism for me there, Greg. I think Phil has tried to stay very positive and always has talked about inclusion and everybody being in this together. And so I found that odd of like, I felt that too. When I was watching my press briefing, I was like, dang, 
were really kind of taking a shot across the line over here because there were some moments as well talking about playing together and everybody having cross play in different generations. And I also felt at the beginning, I was like, oh man, okay, so we are looking across the side. And, you know, and no matter what, when we talk about games, we always look at the other side, what they're doing, what they're not doing. And it did feel a little bit different coming from Phil saying that in this. Uh, I got to say, I, I was a little, little wild by that because that is not the vibe he's given me all of these years lately. Well, I thought we were being cool and chill on Twitter, Phil. What's going on, dog? Like, you always tweet us and congratulate us when we do cool stuff. What's up with that? I mean, I... Look, at a at a certain point you still have to you still have to be a competitor and you still have to point out why your platform should be more preferred. That's that that that's what they do. They have to yeah. do this. So it's not like I don't really take it as a slight. I think it's more of a hey, check out what we're doing over here, right? We're we're doing it what I think is the right way. Hopefully other people take notice and hopefully all of these other game companies out there no, you're just talking about playstation it's okay just say it right um but i but but i totally agree with him right like i i think pc games should be uh more of a thing that sony does focus on and hopefully that becomes more of their uh, a focal point in the future to say hey if you are an xbox gamer and you do have xbox game pass check it out we got we got the last of us 2 coming to pc in 2029 or whatever you know hopefully it's a lot sooner than later well, that, before we jump there, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm more on the Andy side of the equation here. And I mm -hmm. thought that, you know, Joe Scrabble's a friend of the show, obviously. It's an unexpected criticism from the generous Spencer who recently called console tribalism one of the worst things in the industry. For me, this isn't tribalism. Tribalism is, I love PlayStation, Xbox sucks. Or the other way around, I love Xbox. The dual sense is a bad controller, even though that's objectively false. That's tribalism. That's fanboyism, yeah. right? That's just being yeah. a nonsense person. This is the actual business strategy, right? And Phil being like, hey, this is what we do and why we do it. I don't understand why other people are doing this and putting, making you buy the thing. Yeah, I don't feel like that's a shot. That's not a sucker punch. That's an actual the lay of the land when it comes to the industry and, and a justified thing. I, and it's similar to what we always talk about where, you know, kind of funny is a positive place, right? We don't want assholes. But that doesn't mean that if we don't like a game, we're going to be like, oh, no, it's all right. We're going to say we don't like the game. And it, or, we, you know, there's it, we wouldn't play something just to play it or whatever, like to that extent. Like, you can be critical of things without being a fanboy of them. You can be critical of something without being mean about it. I don't take any of this as being mean. I think it's him being like, this is our business strategy versus the other guys, in quotes. I, I, think, it, I think it would have been less of a sort of feeling like a shot if he just said Sony. If he said, hey, Sony's doing this. Uh, I think we're doing it better over here. You know, I'll, I'll you look, I'll, I'll congratulations to Sony. They're killing it. Obviously, we know that. But I think our I think this part of our business is a better decision for us and better decision and a better thing for the fans. Right. I think if he just would have said that as opposed to the subtweeting nature of other people sure. aren't doing sure. it the way we're doing it. It sounds more like a shot when you do it that way. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's nice sense. also to hang your hat on the good things that Xbox is doing, right? We don't get to praise Xbox enough. Sure, over on the Xcast we do, but in the general gaming sphere, you know, Xbox has been down. They are down, and we don't get to celebrate those big wins like PlayStation does because that is the majority, right? The vocal minority is on the Xbox side, and they don't get to celebrate it like they do, or you'll see the console tribalism where it's just like if Xbox does something good, we bash on them, even though it's something good. And it is exciting to know that this team is doing what's right for their consumer, at least in their mind, right? And that play anywhere yeah. is a big deal. You buy that game once, 
you can play it anywhere. Your save will follow you anywhere. And that's something that a lot of, you know, teams in this industry, I'll give the subtweet right there, right? Other companies in this industry don't do, right? And maybe they should do because we're playing everywhere and anywhere nowadays. And maybe we should think about that instead of selling us a port that's five years old for $70, you know, stuff like that. But I mean, look, it's really exciting. Uh, this doesn't really have to do with ports coming out years later, but it's more of just look how people feel about downloading Final Fantasy Integrate and getting their current save yep. on their PS5. Like yep. that's that's just another thing that, sure, I think Sony would have liked that process to be easier for you, but that just probably wasn't engineered and prepared for. So like, I, I think I think Xbox and Microsoft and Phil are doing so many things that are just a lot more consumer friendly. And I hope that Sony yep. does catch up to that. Uh, in the reverse, I hope that all of these sort of new reveals that we're going to see from Xbox, hopefully this year, can match up to Sony's. Uh, so you can't call me a fanboy, everybody. So times. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't say I've said it so many times, right? But like it, it, Xbox kicks the shit out of PlayStation on consumer facing moves. And you, you want to talk about, you know, just the ability to transfer saves, smart delivery, Xbox Game Pass, uh, cloud gaming, all these different things that it does. If they can just turn the corner on games. If they can just have awesome games that are exclusive and are like everything they've talked about here, everything you hope we get in the 90 minute presentation on Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, right? Like that's what Xbox needs. And if they can get that rolling, I think it's going to be so hard for PlayStation React. We talk about this on PS I Love You all the time of all it, by the time that if that ball picks up the momentum and get going, by the time PlayStation should be like, oh shit, we have to pivot and be a little bit more like we were when we launched PlayStation 4, that's going to take years to turn that ship. And I don't think they're in the process of doing that. PlayStation is in the, the process of being PlayStation right now, which is this PC strategy, which is amazing first-party games. Ratchet and Clank, we all adore, right? Like, on top of Spider-Man, Miles Morales, on top of everything you're looking forward to. Like, they have what they're doing, and it works for them, and it's worked for them all last generation. But if Xbox can just get one foot in front of the other and start running on the games front, I really think they're going to be hard to catch. That was so cool hearing you two say that because it is something where it's like, I see that all the time and I love when other people see it because they do so many awesome things and they're trying really hard to be the best. And it, it feels good to hear other people see that, enjoy that and experience that because gosh darn it, they're doing some cool stuff. Um, I, Andy, I guess this one you kind of drifted into, but I want your actually answer because I think, Mike, you're obviously the Xbox guy. I'm the PlayStation guy. Andy's more of the PC guy. Uh, BJ Bernardo writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can to be part of the show and says, hi, y'all. Good morning and egg. Trying to combine our names, Andy and Greg. Uh, uh, are we happy Randy. with the way Sony is releasing games on uh, P uh, PC? To be clear, I don't mean does Sony need to. They clearly don't. And I don't think you would ever see them drop games day one on PC. But do you guys want them to release them faster or even day one on PC? Andy Cortez, number one PC gamer, Nitro Rifle, twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. How do you respond? Well, sure. I mean, I think that's asking a little too much. And I think it's a bit ideal to get them day one, right? But yeah. sure, I would like them sooner. The thing that I am not stoked about is just the sort of, uh, obviously with this most recent uh, sort of interview that they had and, and uh, blog post, it seems like it's going to become more of a regular thing and more of a consistent thing. But up until now, everything has been a surprise. Everything is sort of out of order. A lot of things are missing. So, like, we get Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's a really big deal, and that's cool. And holy crap, we actually got a PlayStation exclusive on PC. That's really wild. 
And then we get um I, I can't think of the zombie fucking Days Gone. Scene. Uh Days Gone. Days Gone comes out. We get news of Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 was the first sort of uh PlayStation exclusive well not knack or whatever. You know what I mean? On PS4. Yeah, yeah. And like what order are we doing this in? Is there a priority on certain games? Can we get more transparency on that end? Um, I think that's my only annoyance with it is that it's like they want to do it, but don't want to say they're going to do it because they don't want to be held accountable to doing it. <laughs> so, like, will yeah. we ever get a, a Bloodborne PC release? Will we get any of The Last of Us's on PC? Possibly, but, like, where's the news? Are they going to let us know that? Or is the, are they just going to be shadow jobs and say, hey, check out what we've been doing in the background? I'd like to sort of, you know, have some sort of a hint as to what's happening there. Yeah, and that's the strategy they've held off on. And again, that's what I think Xbox is. I think, you know, you, we talked about it with Paris, right? And Mike, uh, from this uh, presentation you guys went to. And I think, how refreshing is it to hear them say, we have 23 studios working on games right now. You might not see them all. They might get canceled. They might not. I mean, like, it sounds silly because obviously we see games get canceled all the time and we talk about them on this show, but usually you find out about it from a leak or you find Scale out about down. another news story that, yeah, it references something like that. And so to have it, if you're going to open it up and be more forthcoming with the audience and with your consumers and your, your you know, ecosystem, that goes really far. And again, if PlayStation wanted to do that with PC, it's something they it would take a lot longer to get out of the blocks to do that they're not doing already and would it matter by the time they started to do it. You know, to the question here uh, from the one and only BJ Bernardo, like, are you happy? Like, I, I don't really have an opinion since I'm not a PC player. Like, I'm happy as a PlayStation player, but I'm also not the PlayStation player that is if Ratchet and Clank was coming day and date to PlayStation 5 and PC, would I be upset about it? I think as a industry analyst, whatever the hell you want to call me, like I think it'd be a silly move for PlayStation as they're trying, obviously, to get as many PlayStation 5s into the hands as possible and they can't keep them on shelves. Like You want there to be this uh, mystique and audience in the library for it. And I think if you were to start putting those games on PC, you would erode the PC, PlayStation 5 library. Maybe it's not as unattractive as the thing, but... As a consumer, I, I don't care that much. I, I totally disagree there. I think that the yeah. hardcore console fans are going to get that thing no matter what and are going to want to get that thing no matter what, and they're going to prefer to play on console. They're, they are the you, Greg. They are the people out there that only want it on this console. I think adding, if they did day and date on PC, you're going to, you know, that's 33% extra sales, possibly like 50% extra sales of the amount of people that play on PC or just have one lying around that, Look, this isn't the most superpower thing ever, and I don't normally play on PC, but I've got one. And sure, I'd like to check out that new uh, Ratchet and Clank sequel or whatever. I think that I think it would just add a lot more sales. I, I don't think that would erode into PS5 sales whatsoever. Well, what, would it, what would it do right now? Because I think the slippery slope was let's talk about it if it was happening right now. Ratchet and Clank's day and date on PC, right? I think you'd see so many people like, oh man, I haven't been able to get a PlayStation 5, but I want to play this, so I buy it on PC, right? And then do they sit there and go, oh man, like it's what I was talking about with X, X Cloud, right? Of like you use it and you're like, oh, you know what? Like this isn't as hard as I remember it being. There aren't this many drivers to do, yada, yada, yada. And then do you buy something else? And do you buy something else? And suddenly you start becoming a PC gamer. And then when there is a stock of PlayStation 5s, you go, well, now I'm going to wait for a price drop. I'm already invested here. I already have Ratchet. I already have Miles, you know, in this world where PC stuff day to day. No, because I don't think you can count on microchip uh, shortages. I don't think you can count on COVID being a thing or count on the fact that eight months after the console came out, you still can't get it. That's just not normal. Like no other 
console cycle has really been that and since maybe the Wii. like how how the long Wii. was the Wii yeah. hard to get yeah uh this yeah. is not normal i i th- this is totally True. like some weird anomaly so i don't think that they i don't think that strategy put uh takes into effect the idea that these consoles are hard to get now um so yeah i don't know but we'll okay. see i i hope it would be we will see it would be amazing if we got the games day and date that would be fucking fantastic but if i gotta wait a year and a half to two years i'm just gonna get it on ps5 anyway hey mike yes Craig. have you ever watched this show i have watched this show good because i'm putting you to the test mike if i wanted oh. to know what came to the mom and grop shops today where would i go you would go to the full list of upcoming games and software provided to you by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. I think I was pretty close, y'all. You just pulling your shoe. I just pushed that you was amazing. That you did fine. I would have uh, never gotten out it. today. Motion Twin and Evil Empire uh, releasing the 24th update for Dead Cells. What's the damage on PC uh, with the console version coming at a later date? Reconnect the Heart of Darkness is on Steam in the Humble Store today. GTA Online's car boosting business is booming with vehicle cargo sell missions netting double the usual rewards and lucrative bonuses for those who source five or more vehicles in vehicle cargo steal missions, all available until June 23rd. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade is on PlayStation 5. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection is on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC. Uh, over at Kotaku, Luke Plunkett wrote this headline, Ninja Gaiden's new PC port is one of the worst I have ever seen. Hell yeah. But I felt the need to include that for you Hell right yeah. there. If you want to go read Luke's Luke thing over there. New dates for you. Uh, Knockout City tweeted today. Did someone say double XP weekend? Oh, right, we did. All match XP will be doubled starting tomorrow at noon UTC uh, and running until noon UTC on Monday. This, I feel, is a personal affront to people who host E3 because I would really like to get this double XP, but it'll be difficult, but I'll do it. Uh, Greek Memories of Azure will be launching on PS5, Xbox Series X slash S, Nintendo Switch, and Steam for PC on August 17th. And then Beasts of Maravilla Island will launch June 12th on Nintendo Nintendo Switch in North and South America, as well as globally on Steam. The game will arrive shortly after in other Switch regions, as well as the PS4 and Xbox consoles. And the one I can't wait for, because I'm sure the trophies will be great, Paw Patrol the movie Adventure City Woo! Adventure City Calls will release August 13th on PlayStation, Switch, and Xbox, and Steam. Deals Rain the day for you at the Game Store that. now. Oh, yeah, of course. Any any trophy slash achievement whore is. Uh, deals of the day for you. Epic uh, Game Store talked about free games today. Uh, right now, free is Genshin Impact and Control, Andy. Wow, really? Andy. That's yeah, Control's awesome. free right now over on Control, Epic Game Store. Control's uh, a real uh, good video game, everybody. June, go play that shit. 100%. That's through June 17th. And then on June 17th, Hell is Other Demons and Overcooked 2 become free for you. Uh, for Xbox Free Play Days, Arc Survival, Arc Survival Evolved, and Football Manager 2021 Xbox Edition are available on for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play right now until Sunday at midnight. Fallout 76 is available for an extended free play session uh, today through Wednesday the 16th. Uh, we asked people watching 
of course, to go to patreon.com slash games where you can get the show for, no, you pay us money, and then you get the show ad-free, and then you get to be part of the show, and then you get the post-show we usually do, but we can't do, and it's why I'm talking so fast, because we've got Summer Game Fest to get ready for. But over on patreon.com slash games you can also squad up. You give me your name, username, platform of choice. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Uh, Theo John needs help on the PlayStation 5. Theo John's username is The Legend of Theo, T-H-E-O, The Legend of Theo, all one word, PlayStation 5. Uh, Theo uh, says, angry Greg voice, you cowards. My last squad up needed help with Dying Light's Mother Duckin' multiplayer trophies. Had a couple of ads on PSN, but no one was ever online to lend me a hand. Fine, I'm switching gears. And the angry Greg voice. I'm playing Avengers on PS5 now, and I'm looking to squad up with any be- kind of funny best friends that want to be Iron Man to my Thor. I may even Uber you some McNugs. Shakespeare wow. in the park, anyone? Whoa. If you want to play... PlayStation 5, Avengers, with The Legend of Theo, go do it, and I can't tell you if you should give out your address to a random person. Oh, good call, good I'll call. I'll be the kind of funny best friend. I won't be held responsible for that, but there might be nugs in it if you want. Uh, I don't know. Have it, drop, know drop it off at the local, at the corner, right? At the corner oh, of the street. okay, good call, good call. Yep. Sure, that's, that's a really fair. good, yeah, meet me you know what, park. though? Like, Greg, you bring up good points about, you know, privacy and the dangers of, of giving out yeah. your address, but as soon as they mentioned... Hey, I'll send you some nugs. I was like, God damn, this is that's a great idea mm. for yeah, that's like, in, in order to encourage people to help out. Yeah, god damn. They, they, is that game still yeah. they're still doing stuff on it? Yeah, they are. But, you know, we're hearing about War for Wakanda Square Enix presentation. Don't worry Wakanda about it forever, man. Uh, you, uh, real quick for you're wrong, of course, if you're watching live, uh, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Nano says uh, there might this may have been because of delay issues, but Chicory, a colorful tale, is out today. Uh, PS4, PS5, and PC. Thank you very much, Nano. We did miss that. Uh, tomorrow, Blessing and I will be hosting this show. If you're watching live on Twitch right now, of course, Summer Games Fest kickoff with Weezer is about to happen. So, Kevin, Woo! you can start building that. I'll give the outro of Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run youth and nerdy video game news need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Hell, if you don't want to be part of the show, maybe go to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games and kick us a few bucks. for <laughs> Sirens are on our end, everybody. Andy, yeah, what is happening? in LA. <laughs> it's, hey, fine. it's pandemonium uh, out here. Of course, you can watch it later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roostreet.com podcast services around the globe. Right now, we're going to do our live reactions to Summer Games Fest's kickoff event. Remember, for every one of these big old E3 events, we are live reacting on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, pre and post shows, having a good time. Until next time for this very show, it's been our pleasure to serve you. And then just cut there, Kevin.